Hey, AJ. What's up, man? What's going on? Nothing much. Nice. Do you have an opinion on being nice to robots or machines? <laughs> I try to be nice to everything, anything and everything all okay. the time. So like if you had an like an like an Amazon Echo or a show or, or an Echo show or that kind of thing uh, and you said, "Hey, what time is it?" and they told you, you would you say thank you? No. That's just weird. That's where you draw the line. Yeah, that's not that's not necessarily just being nice to it. Being nice to it would be like Clean the dust off of it, <laughs> you know. Uh, Taking out for take dinner. Good care of it, you know. Um, yeah, no, I'm not going to take it out to dinner anytime soon. Uh, and uh, yeah, no, okay. yeah. Your long shadow says be very nice to robots. It's a good yeah. point because you know what happens if we're not nice to robots in the future, Dude, right? So I say thank you all the time to her, and she says she oh, responds. But yeah, and uh, she responds by saying, "You're welcome. Anytime. Happy to help. That kind of thing." And uh, and but I, I think I think I'm only doing. It. I, I also I think I'm a nice person. I try to be nice. At least that's my outward facade. Um, but I think I think secretly in the back of my mind, one day Amazon is going to leak all of this inside information about all of us, and there's going to be a counter, like a percentage, like how many times did Brian Paul say thank you to his machines? <laughs> and, and I just, when that when that information comes that out, is I, want, I want those stats to be fucking impressive. <laughs> yeah. Oh Your only shadows follows it up and says, don't, don't, don't be weird around robots because those fuckers are spying. I agree with that as well. Dude, we need to start the show, man. Well, we don't need to, but Let's I think we this. probably should. Let's go. This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday right here on YouTube Live, 6 p.m. Eastern, rain, shine, news, no news, whatever, man. We're going to do this no matter what. My name is Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole, and this man over here, AJ from The Underground, PSVR Underground. What is up, Brian? What is up, Gamecats? Happy Monday. And I know that Mondays usually suck. But we're going to make your Monday suck just a little bit less. And how are we going to do that, man? There's, there's nothing to talk about today. We got no, no. Oh, of course, we've got some stuff to talk about. We just, you know, under promise and over deliver. <laughs> under promise and like sort of deliver is today's theme. Is hopefully. Yeah, but, I don't know what to tell you, but hopefully you guys here in the chat have uh, interesting things to talk about. Uh, you bring up, bring any topics you've got to the table. Of course, uh, we want you to be part of this conversation. Uh, I mean, you know, we always like want you to be part of this conversation. We always try to bring you guys from the chat into the show, uh, but maybe today more than ever. Um, make sure we do a little bit of housekeeping before we get this show started. We've got Jeppy Condal with a $5 tip. Says, Happy Pie Day! I'm all about that Blueberry 3.14. Thank you so much for the donation, <laughs> Jeppy Condal. We love you so much. Happy Pie Day. Happy Pie Day indeed. AJ. Um, yeah, man. Uh, so we're definitely going to be keeping an eye on the chat uh, extra much today if you guys want to um, if you uh, you know want us to talk about something uh, but we do have a couple things to talk about. Real quick, toe update, Brax. Doing fine. <laughs> it's getting there. Drink. Mention the toe. It's not. It's weak. Um, I was so happy. I did my Saturday Night Live stream, um, and it was great because it worked out because there's a whole bunch of updates for games. Um, I got to play more of the Beat Saber uh, OSD 5, which I like some of the mapping in that. Uh, I think it's pretty decent. Um, also played more horde mode, got to show it off to people and, uh, was, uh, just chatting away about different things. And then there was the Hitman DLC. I love it. You know, Hitman is like one of the hardest games to stream. Um, but it's really, really fun. And there is in the wrath DLC, uh, there is a almost like wave based Hitman mode where you have to like protect agent 47's body. Um, and like the, the house s slowly gets stormed by like people and you have to like defend it. Um, 
was a nice surprise, man. Was it was cool. I love I, I really love that game and I think it's pretty amazing and um yeah. Nice. I, I I hope more people continue to check it out and see how freaking good it is. Unless they just can't absolutely can't get over the dual shock thing, but um I, I still think it's worth checking out one hundred percent. Yeah, I think our best bet for that being checked out by more people will be having it ready for the launch of PSVR 2, uh, getting it updated with the orb support. Uh, dual, I, you know, I always want to say dual sense because there's two <laughs> the of dual them. Sense. <laughs> that just really throws me off because in my reviews, quite frequently, I'll refer to the moves as, you know, you pick up, you know, or you'll use dual moves to do this or that because I'm, I'm trying to say two. So this is really going to throw me off. I'm trying not to screw that up. But yeah, no, I mean, I think that's, I mean, the game's already beautiful. I can only imagine what it'll look like with a 4K resolution. Um, very very excited to see what they do with this they've done most most of the hard work already so let's see what they can do moving forward it's good to hear the dlc is good too because i sort of i sort of tuned out after doing the review and uh and i need an excuse to go back and, and play more so it's really good like it gets it gets requested a lot on saturday night live stream and i'll be honest with you when it got requested i was like oh, all right here <laughs> we go um like i was like you know i was curious but i never know how these things are gonna go um, and I didn't complete it, unfortunately, which sucks, which bothered me because like I said, it is a really difficult game to, to stream in such a short amount of time. Um, it takes a lot of trial and error, but, but yeah, I'm always like pleasantly surprised by something. Um, a lot of the times I do have a good time though, because it's like the Christmas update, the Halloween update or whatever, but loving the, the post launch support. Brian. Hi. Loose reviews. Mm-hmm. writes in and says will Gran Turismo 7 get a PSVR 2 update will it be a free upgrade to current owners or will it be sold separately well Lou if that is your real name sir um, I think this is going to set a standard moving forward I think whatever Sony decides to do with Polyphony and uh, in the PSVR 2 update for that uh, is going to tell us a lot about what Sony's plans are for next generation of VR uh, we got a lot of free updates this time around. We got a few games that we had to pay for completely over again, and very few and far between paid PSVR patches. There was only a couple of those. There's Kona and like Dirt Rally and that kind of stuff. So th- those are few and far between. Um, and and I think it would behoove them uh, if they wanted to be as cons- come across as consumer friendly as possible, which is not like Facebook's best asset (laughs) so i think if you want to separate yourself from facebook uh and say this is you know this is how we do things over here on playstation uh, and say you know if you own the game and you own a psvr2 you are good to go and i really hope that that's what their plan is moving forward and sort of sets the gold standard for other studios who want to like do the hybrid treatment with their games is that yeah i think sony would be absolutely crazy not to do vr psvr2 support for this plus we've already had tons of hints uh at it um, there's been countless articles we followed in the past where um, Kazunori uh, Yamauchi has basically said like PS the biggest thing that PS5 is going to do uh, for for gaming is VR basically that's going to be well I don't think he said the biggest thing I think he said like the the biggest leap in like generations is going to be PSVR two and and I totally agree and he's given us tons of hints still um, and I think. Uh, I think it, it's inevitable, man. It, it would be, to me, it, it would be like Sony making such a huge mistake um, because that's such, it just seems like such a given. Uh, of course, I don't want to take everything for granted all the times um, because we've been wrong before, but I think there's enough evidence that has shown that uh, there's a good chance of this happening. <laughs> Lou says, that is my name. <laughs> um, I, and, I do, and I do think that, like, obviously we do need to sort of prepare ourselves too for an alternate universe or, you know, maybe the current universe where things don't quite pan out the way we think that they will. Maybe Sony will be like, Hey, you bought our headset and we're trying to push our headset. But when it comes to third parties, when Capcom says, Hey, you know, like you already bought village, but we want you to somehow we want to be rewarded for uh, all the effort we put into making village PSVR two compatible. So if there was a, you know, $5 or $10 patch paid patch for that um i hope that no but i hope that not too many people would complain because we saw what happened in the psvr1 generation we said well why why aren't we getting patches for all of these games why aren't we getting updates for all of these games why are why aren't these ps3 games that we loved so much like wipeout was getting uh psvr support 
and Borderlands got PSVR support, but so many games didn't, you know, things like Bioshock. And I think if those companies like 2K were able to, uh, or Irrational, I guess at the time, were able to say, hey, there's, there's money in this and we can resell our entire game or we can, you know, ask them to pay like a $10 charge uh, to get the VR version. I, I, I think if developers know there's money in it, they're way more likely to bring us the games that we want. And I'd much rather have the games I want at a small additional fee than never see them at all on the headset. I think that's important. Well, like you said, you also can prevent you from double dipping on the game. Like if, like for Borderlands, for uh, for example, it was the the original game was like what sixty dollars at launch probably, and then you had Borderlands Two, which instead of like a VR upgrade, it was a complete standalone game. That was $50. So if you want the flat screen and, or let's say you already own the flat screen and then have to do a thing, it technically the $10 upgrade would be a better option than having to pay another $50 for the game again. Um, but, you know, when I, when I talk about um, like it being a huge miss for um, Sony not to do Gran Turismo seven in VR, I, I absolutely believe so. And, um, but a good example is Ghostwire Tokyo. Eden Films in the chat said Ghostwire Tokyo would be insane for PSVR 2. Yeah. This is one of those games that, like, since the day I saw it, I was like, this needs VR 2 support, like, immediately. Like, it looks like such a VR game. And here's the thing. The early impressions have come out for Ghostwire Tokyo already, and this is one of the things that pains me about the headset not being, like, out right now or out sooner or earlier. Um because it's getting like kind of a lukewarm reception and I can't help but feel like, um, you know, obviously it needs more time, like full reviews need to come in, but people aren't like super impressed with the game so far. Like they say it's weird and stuff. And I couldn't help but feel like, man, if Ghostwire Tokyo was in VR two, like it'd probably be like amazing, right? Like, I mean, the way the movements are, the gameplay mechanics, the finger detection, if it utilized that, um, so that's the other thing that bothers me. Not only like do we have to sometimes wait uh, and see uh, for a lot of this stuff, but but if if that's another game that I really hope they have some kind of contract that Bethesda has to um, honor and still have VR support because it just seems like such a perfect fit. And if the game is not doesn't have the best reception flat screen wise, like VR would be a great opportunity for it to actually be like one of the best vr games you know yeah i <laughs> it's it's so it's kind of funny to bring that up because i feel like i'm just having this conversation with somebody sorry sirens on my end um we were talking about um about how like even like mediocre flat screen games would make for absolutely epic yeah. vr games and i think it's just the kind of the situation that we're in and we've been in for a long time is that like we've been really like leaning heavily on indie studios uh, to bring us all of this stuff and Something like Ghostwire Tokyo, this is the same team uh, that made, uh, this is like Shinji Mikami's team, isn't it? They were the like ones Tango who made, Gameworks, isn't it? Yeah, Tango Gameworks, so Shinji Mikami. Um, and uh, and so, you know, this is, yeah, this is absolutely the perfect game. It, VR would have been the way to maybe sell this in the first place. Uh, we could probably skip the flat screen version. <laughs> but, yeah, I yeah. still hope we see, that's the thing though, we're still waiting on the game, so... Yeah. Um, a lot more to be seen. We have been surprised before. I mean, uh, you know, Doom 3 we got, which we weren't expecting, and, and that was because it was under contract and they had to honor it. So nothing's going to become, like, exclusive to either parties uh, until all the contracts are fulfilled and then they can do whatever they want. But this is still one, like, I hope and dream comes to uh, PSVR 2 because it just – I love weird games like this. I love games that do something different. Um and if the uh, mainstream audience, flat screen audience, isn't crazy about it, like I would love to ha give it a chance. Yeah, Braxbro kind of brings it in the other direction. He says, "True, if Red Matter had been a flat screen game, it wouldn't have been amazing. Like, and Red Matter is so amazing yeah. on the flat screen. Same with Saints yeah. and Sinners, man. It's like that. Just, I mean, that that would just be just another zombie survival game in on a flat screen. Uh, so I actually think it'd be pretty cool. But I get, I agree with the sentiment. Yeah, I think I, I think I think." What when we look at a, when we look at a studio like Skydance and, and the games that they've made, I was like, they are they are killing it in VR. But those games just don't. Uh, whatever makes them special is because of VR. 
Um, they know how to manipulate VR well and, and make you feel like you're there and make you make those VR interactions, VRAF. And, uh, and yeah, and I just think when you put all of those away and suddenly you're using a controller and you're sitting six feet away from a screen, you lose something. And, and I think in this case, you lose 90% of what made the game really, really special, um, sadly. Uh, Joseph Paul brings it in another direction with a $5 tip. Thank you, Joseph Paul Jr. Sorry, don't want to uh, misname you. He said, why do you guys think that Microsoft and Nintendo haven't jumped on the VR train? Nintendo has kind of, but I need Pokemon VR. They seem like a good fit for VR. Yeah, dude, where the hell's Mario Kart? Like I said in the sale video today, I was like, like we still only really have touring carts as far as good uh, kart, game, kart racers go in VR. Like, it's insane that that's like the only really good one we have and it's like not even great it's just good um yeah where the fuck's mario kart vr man we need that shit what do you think yeah well they have it they have like a physical arcade version uh vr arcade version of that um and but yeah they they certainly have a lot of great ips um nintendo especially that seems like it'd be a a great fit for vr they they tried the the lotto or whatever Mm. and and it didn't really work, but what a horrible um, way to go about it, man. But at least they tried something. You know, they tried to to capitalize on the buzz around VR as it was emerging, and they had something. Microsoft has yet to do anything, and you know, the truth is, they're not going to jump in until uh, until it's like super popular, and and people see it. People in the big suits and ties up top say, "Oh, VR is super profitable now." Um, and you know it's just not yet not in the size of like a not in a uh like the way the flat screen hardware is anyways but it's funny that you mentioned though um pokemon vr because one of my favorite pokemon games one of my i guess one like i don't really have a lot of favorite pokemon games i haven't played a lot of pokemon to be honest but i loved for some reason i absolutely loved pokemon snap uh, and Brian, I sent you an article earlier. Um, there's a game that we have talked about. What is it? You look confused. You sent me an article? I sent you an article on Discord. A Reddit post. Um, and it is from a game called Jurassic Snap. And they yeah. said, working on this really fun project, would you guys like to play this with PSVR? Um, I, I, so I, I think it'd be. <laughs> have you not? Is this the first time you've heard of that game? Yeah, no, no, no. We've we've talked about it before, but they actually have some new footage of it, um, a new clip on it. I can bring some Jurassic uh, Snap stuff up. So, yeah, maybe you can bring the old stuff up. Um, and it'd be cool to also run a poll here Ooh. and Ooh, see. making me work. I thought I was going to kick back and have fun <laughs> and make me do shit. <laughs> I got this, cats. We're going to put Brian to work today. It's <laughs> ridiculous. God, somebody else needs to make sale videos while I run this show. God damn it. All right. What's, what, what's, what poll are we putting up here, AJ? Uh, would you want – would you guys like to play this with PSVR? Would you want Pokemon Jurassic Snap uh, in VR, on PSVR, is what they said. They do have a Kickstarter as well. Let me see how the Kickstarter is doing. See if there's any chance of this actually happening. Um, let me go here. I'm definitely a big yes on this. Because, uh, like I said, I love Pokemon Snap. I don't know if you guys uh, do or not. Yeah, Pokemon Snap was fun. I mean, it was it was okay. You know, like the N64 like struggled big time uh, for a, an actual good Pokemon game. Uh, and, so that, and, and so I think people were disappointed back then. Uh, because they were like, we want an actual Pokemon game. Give us a fucking Pokemon game, man. And then they were like, oh, here's Dra- uh, Jurassic Snap. Here's Pokemon Snap. And I was like, okay. But then when you play it, you're like, oh, this is kind of like a rail shooter, but with photography. Uh, and it ended up being like really replayable as you upgraded your stuff. And yeah, man, uh, absolutely. I totally agree. Uh, I talked to these guys forever ago, um, like like six months ago, eight months ago, something like that, when they, uh, yeah. mess- that's when they first announced it. And, uh, and they were like, you know, Oculus Quest PC VR early 2022, PlayStation VR 2023, and I was like, right, it was what? way early. <laughs> I was like, you're not even. You, I was like, you've just fucking abandoned all the hope, uh, you who enter for PSVR one content because holy shit, man! Like 2023, you better be making it for PSVR two, and like just don't even look back. Don't look right. Back. Yeah, I mean, it's still something to look forward to, though. Um, and I think it'd be better on PSVR 2 anyways. 
Um, oh God, yeah, absolutely. Any, anything, anything actual... photography based, right? I mean, I am such a huge fan of Fatal Frame games. I'm currently playing through the newest one on Switch, or the, it was actually the Wii U one, uh, Maiden of the Black Water, uh, and uh, and so I'm finally getting to play that. And dude, I mean, it just makes me really wish it was in VR. Just being able to bring like a camera up to your face in VR and like manually like cl- click the button and just. Uh, but also still have total control of your character, like with the analog sticks and everything. I think if somehow we get a game similar to Fatal Frame or I guess Jurassic Snap, um, <laughs> which is like a music video playing with dinosaurs in costumes or people in dinosaur costumes um, at the end, that's, that's what's playing right here. This is like a, a takeoff of the Friends introduction. It's absolutely ridiculous. I was like, this is where you guys spent all your money. Good fucking luck. Um, Time to play with GameCat, says AJ. Most of us would play anything if it was in VR. <laughs> True. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, and there's a chance. Yeah. I mean, but getting back to uh, Joseph Paul Jr.'s question, uh, I mean, I, first of all, the Switch is just too damn underpowered to do anything with VR, right? You saw Nintendo do a very interesting thing this generation. They said, hey, we're not doing terribly well with our consoles right we had one success in the last couple generations with the wii but the wii u wasn't a good idea the uh, the n64 was on the rough side gamecube was you know definitely either second distant second third or third place and so they did this very interesting thing where they combined their wildly successful handheld market with their home console market and magically made <laughs> it just very very successful and they, they, they absolutely killed it. it was a great idea and so I don't see them wanting to like step outside of that again, right? They they sort of consolidated so that they could make one game, uh, you know, like, like Smash will have like a Switch version instead of having to have one for the 3DS and uh, the Wii U. So I feel like they're consolidating. They're trying to pull back and make sure they make the smart moves. And I don't think VR is a smart move currently. Like right now you look at VR and you're like, I don't know. Some of these are successful. Some of these aren't. Hasn't been proven. Not everybody's making VR games. Let's take a step back and wait and see. And I could totally see the Switch 2 being something that we're like, you know, you just throw into some kind of visor and it's VR compatible. So I think, but I do, I do think we'll see Microsoft and Nintendo do it like within the next generation or so, like five, six, seven years from now. Well, they don't want to get too far behind if it went, once it eventually really starts going, um, then they don't want to be like, I don't know. They don't want to completely, I don't, I think it's not smart for the, either one of them to like alienate it because it, if, and when it does become a lot bigger, uh, they don't want to have people turning on their own fan base and yeah, they don't, I don't know. It just seems like, Oh, it would be bad vibes to do so. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't think. I don't think either one are alienating. Although I, you know, I know that Microsoft did say publicly that like gamers don't want VR, um, right? Which was an interesting thing to say for sure. I don't know if you know yeah. if, if they're if they've got a different audience than than PlayStation does. But even you know even looking at the PlayStation VR one numbers, it was pretty obvious that like most PlayStation VR one gamers didn't want VR. Now PlayStation four owners <laughs> didn't want VR. That's how words work. Uh, which kind of brings us to our next tip from Blue Jew, the Underground Game Cat. Five dollar tip says it still blows my mind how VR isn't exponentially more popular than it is by now. What do you think the main reason it's so still so niche? Uh, the hardware evolving, and there's two things: the hardware needing to like evolve more, um, along with the price needing to come down. If you look outside of Oculus and and PSVR, the rest of the headsets are like usually what five hundred, eight hundred dollars something, and cost a giant PC, uh, a beefy PC to run stuff. Um, it just always, it just hasn't always been a very viable business uh, platform uh, when it comes to making money. So uh, it's only started to do that just recently. So within like the last five years or so. So um, as the Hardware continues to evolve as more games, big games, uh, come out and blow people away. It it will get there, but it just needs time. Even Sean Layden, former president, uh, former um, chairman of uh, Sony Worldwide Studios, said that uh, one of the hurdles VR has right now is that people want VR 5.0, but they're going to have to be patient 
and and let it go through phase one, phase two. We're about to enter phase two. Um, by the time it hits phase five, uh, it's going to be in probably every household. Yeah, I think that I think you're right about the price. I think that is probably the major hurdle that most developers or most uh, manufacturers at this point have to overcome. I don't think, you know, I, I think the people who are early adopters, people who are like, you know, our audience, people who are very, very excited about PSVR 2 are like, yeah, we understand that this shit's expensive. And yeah, if PSVR 2 comes out at $400, like I'm ready because I've been waiting for this shit for so long. Let's just do it. Deal with the repercussions later. But I think most of the world sees it differently. I think $200 is always the magical price point. And that seems ridiculously cheap right now for any kind of VR headset. Um, but knowing that, uh, knowing that certain headsets, uh, that like mobile headsets, like the quest two that have all this processing power and hard drives and everything else running inside of it, um, you know, can be sold for like around the $300 price point, getting rid of all that stuff and making it run off of the PlayStation five. You would think that, you know, at some point in the future, the technology is going to become cheap enough where we can get to that price point, possibly even as early as next gen, depending on what kind of amazing like advancements there are in the VR field. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if by the end of the PlayStation 5 PSVR 2 generation, we start seeing, like, because as you guys saw, there were very few changes made to the PSVR 1 headset, right? Like we were, there was a V1 and a V2. We were all pretty much playing with the same headset. Here we are. We're going to be in, getting the PSVR 2 seven years after that thing launched, right? And so so basically, like, I, I think if Sony can sell enough PSVR 2 headsets, I bet in four or five years, they could, that thing could probably be $200. And that, and that right there will push VR into the mainstream. Um, yep. Just like, you know, just like when PlayStation 2 came out. And PlayStation One started. They made the super small one, and they started selling it for like a hundred bucks. And then every every kid brother on the face of the planet had a PlayStation One, while their older brother had a PS uh, PS Two. I think that's just kind of how I see things going this gen. Yeah, the first, the f more that they can lower the price, absolutely. When it's cheap enough, people be like, I don't even know what this is. Screw it. It's what hundred, two hundred bucks. I'll, I'll <laughs> right. take the risk. Right. Yeah. You pass it. And again, like, yeah, passing them down as you move on to your next piece of technology, you move the old one down to your kid brother or whatever. And then suddenly the younger generation gets into VR and blah, 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 the whole thing. It's like, it, it's definitely a cycle. Um, but it's also, it's also niche because I think, I think a lot of the younger generation now is have moved away from consoles um, in, into either, either PCs or just cell phones or tablets or whatever, man. I think, yeah. I, I just don't think consoles are attracting the younger audience like they used to. Um, so, and I think, and you'd be a miss if you just ignore that audience completely. Um, so I think that's part of the problem. I don't think VR is cool for the younger generation like it is for us. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, our next tip comes from Nihilus Ryan, the game feline with the $5 tip says, <clears throat> I think a good way to keep busy while no games are coming out on PSVR would to be make a, would be to make walkthrough videos for the puzzly games. So I may give. So, oh, so many so, I give up on. I'm so sorry. I can't read today. Um, dude, yeah, I definitely want to do a Wanderer one. I've been, I've been meaning to uh, just wait for a little downtime. And now those sale videos are out. I can Maybe I can finally get back to that Wanderer one I was working on. Um, yeah. yeah. I guess, I guess it doesn't have to I be have new thought about either, going right? back. I have thought about going back and doing, like, some tips videos for, like, some older games. Um, could be pretty fun if I get the extra time, though. But It would be a I've good experiment. Yeah, yeah. We'll see, people are you put out you start putting out like new tips videos for older games, and you just be like, like, oh, are people still interested in this? Do people have this in their back catalog? Like they've been meaning to play it, but they need help, <laughs> or if, uh, or they're like, hey, I've never heard of this game. <laughs> It'd sort of be like a new review for an old game. I don't know. Oh, the VR grid says get this trailer off. Oh, sorry, sorry, Ryan. I'm not <laughs> sorry. I'm not up to the standards of the VR grid. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah man i'll get this trailer off it's bothering me too i'm sorry we should put a we should put a amazing best psvr channel ever a little quote from the vr grid we should put that on the on the front cover there you go there you go that's that's definitely except he never has it on good games so don't do that maybe it's a curse <laughs> really what are you doing man what are you doing <laughs> uh wait yeah oh, yeah okay so the next question comes from uh arian Hopefully I pronounced that right. Orion. Orion sounds cool. With the 14 cubic zirconias says, do you know of, any, do you know of or expect any PSVR 2 talks at GDC? 
What do you know, AJ? Spill the beans. So, no. no. Uh, I've asked about, is there anything else? Any other events? Uh, and sadly, I've heard nothing. So I'm not expecting anything. However, that I don't think includes GDC. So while I'm not expecting any PSVR 2 events this month, still could happen. Just haven't heard anything yet. I, I'm still waiting on more uh, Horizon Call of the Mountain, um, which I think they're going to start with. Um, but And then eventually there's going to be a huge showcase. There's got to be. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, we've said it before that we hope that there's something PSVR 2 related. Seems like a great time to show off more PSVR 2 at gdc but as far as like showcases and and sony showing off a bunch of games unless they're like first party stuff well maybe even then uh i just haven't really heard anything yeah i mean you know gdc as far as vr is concerned uh is famously where shuhei yoshida first showed off the psvr one when I, I believe it was still called project morpheus i don't remember if they had changed the name at that point or not um but that, I mean, that was a pretty cool event. You know, he stood on stage for like 45, 50 minutes and revealed the thing in person and talked about different things. They showed off a, a tech demo uh, that they basically, they shoved God of War into VR uh, and they yeah. had that running, which was, I mean, again, talk about some disappointments on PSVR 1 when the first thing you see ever running on PSVR 1 is a God of War game that never actually happened like it was just a way to sort of test out the hardware and shit but like i was like come on man it's like you got shit working let's do this um but yeah so like gdc is kind of at, at this point for me famous for that um because because that's where we first very first saw uh psvr1 now we've already seen psvr2 like in some different smaller like ways um but i do think uh i do i i would like to hope that they would repeat themselves this time around aj was was the Mark Cerny tech talk about PS5, was that at GDC? That was not at GDC, but that was something that they had planned to do at GDC. And then they canceled then, GDC, right? And then they canceled GDC, <laughs> right. so he did the uh, the presentation in front of a uh, something created in, like, Windows 98 with some, like, uh, silhouette figures <laughs> pretending to be alive and instead just, like, I don't know. They should have gotten that racing crowd from like the N64 days. Like whenever you look at the sides and the stands and it's like that flat crowd that just like has two animations. <laughs> they should have had that just yeah. like, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, no, it was, but it was GDC. It was for GDC. So I would, I, w I wouldn't mind something like that. I mean, I, I again, I think a lot of people made fun of that presentation because Mark Cerny is, I think, too smart for his own good. Definitely too smart for my good. And uh, and doesn't quite know how to bring things down, I think, to the consumer level. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of smart consumers out there, so I'm sure a lot of people were like, I totally understand every fucking word this guy is saying right now. But I sat there going, like, I'm going to have to, like, take notes and, and watch this 17 more times to figure all this out. And, uh, and, and, so, and, I, and I didn't care that much about PlayStation 5 and, and knowing all the intricate details. I'm like, I just, I just need to know that it'll power my PSVR two when that thing gets here. But when they talk about PSVR two at that level of detail, man, sign me up. I will be there and I'll be taking notes and I'll be screen recording it so I can watch it seven more times and understand it all. Mark Cerny, bring on the tech talk, man. I'm ready. Totally. Uh, so the answer is we don't, we don't know anything, but uh, there, uh, there is crossed. supposed to be somebody at GDC too. I don't remember if it was one, dev or some some VR developer said they were going to be there. I'm looking for right now to see who it was. I had it earlier. Yeah, one of those sounds right. Um, I think so. Yeah, because I think I just started following them for uh, – was that Shadowpoint? Is that who made that? No, that is Ragnarok. Ragnarok. All right. That's why I, that's why I followed them recently. I yeah, I think you're right. I think it is Wanted Dev because I saw that tweet. Uh, while you're looking that up, we got DJ – Dirty Yella. Uh, probably means something. $5 tip says, is Dash Dash World still coming to PSVR 1? <sighs> the short answer is yes. I gave up hope a long time ago. I know, which is perfect. Now that you said it out loud, it'll be here tomorrow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I the, I mean, I don't think I've ever talked to another developer as fr about an unreleased game as frequently as I talk to Motion X Studios. Like, literally, anytime I try to plan an event, anytime we do... Um, 
you know, uh, we did April's PSVRAF last year. We did uh, the the award shows. We've done all sorts of different things. And, and you know, even when I'm putting together a PSVR this week sometimes and it's like a, lo- a slow news week, I contact them and I'm like, hey, you got any updates on, on Dash Dash? And they're pretty damn good about responding and saying, you know, like the last time we heard from them, they were talking about getting cross-platform multiplayer up and running. That's working. Uh, they, they, they basically said that when it gets to PSVR, it's going to have like more tracks than we've ever seen before in Dash Dash. Uh, just, just they've got big plans for it. Um, but man, it is taking absolutely forever. And like, if you've given up on this game, you might have given up on Stride and given up on a bunch of other games that we've been talking about for like a year and a half saying, where is this game? But when you talk to the studios, they're like, man, we're just fucking got our heads down and we're working hard. Um, you know, Stride was supposed to be out. I think they said, I think they said Q1 of this year, which was already a date that had been pushed, I believe from last year. And uh, when you talk to them, they're like, they're like, we're trying, man. We're trying to get through Sony certification, and it is a lengthy process every time you fuck something up. Um, yeah, it so, does sound like Stride is coming pretty soon, though. So that's yeah. something to be excited about. Yep, they are almost um, done. So we're getting there. I wonder, you know, there's there's two, there's two, a couple things that I usually see that, like, really seem to delay games. And one is cross-platform multiplayer. Uh, a lot of uh, games I see get really delayed because of that. Um, but... Also, their Dash Dash on Quest 2, anyways, uh, maybe not PC, but on the standalone Quest 2, it did have some performance issues when I played it. I don't know. Now, I haven't seen if that's like if that's been updated. Sorry, that could game? have been updated by now. Um, what's that? Which which game was that? Dash Dash World. Yeah. It, so it, it had some definitely hitches. Yeah. It had some really bad hitches and frame rate jitters. So maybe uh, maybe that has something to do with it. But. Um, because Sony just won't allow that shit. I mean, what was it? Dave telling us that even during a blank loading screen, a black loading screen, that there was a, a, a hitch, a frame rate drop, in it, and it got sent back. Oh, that, no, um, that, that was yeah, that was the Pixel Rip team. Anna Ribeiro told us that. Um, oh, okay. There was like it dropped frames during a loading screen, and like it, it got rejected for certification. It was like, yeah. what? That's absolutely ridiculous. Like no must, one cares. I, about. Yeah, I wonder if it's like if it's actually tested by like humans or if it's like a uh, if like a machine they run it through that like monitors it or it's all zombies. probably both. I guess probably both. <laughs> Monitored by zombies, they just like shove headsets on. Um, yeah, I'm just looking real quick here. DJ sure Dirty Oh no, no, you just got him. Yeah, uh, he didn't. T- Orion or Arian has not told us how to pronounce his name. Maybe he has, and I missed it. But he's got 70 more cubic zirconias coming our way, which I love. They're so pretty. Thank you. Um, so PSVR hardware was sold at a, at a profit for Sony at launch. That's correct. correct. He says, if PSVR 2 had official PC compatibility, what's in it for Sony if PSVR 2 hardware was sold at a loss since they can't make up for it with game sales? Yeah, I don't know. That's, I think you kind of answered your own question, right? So many people are saying we need like people are saying that P- PSVR 2 needs to have PC compatibility uh, or it's dead in the water. Like so many people are like <laughs> just like signing a death <laughs> sentence for it already, which is absolutely ridiculous. You know, like uh, PlayStation VR one did fine, like main- maintaining its own ecosystem. And yeah, Sony might've sold it at profit, but like how much was that profit? You know, like, was it, was it, it must've been pretty minimal. And so, and so they're, they're real, money from PSVR 1 came from software sales. There was a huge attach rate, especially at launch, um, for PSVR 1 and PSVR 1 games. So Sony made money off of every single game, whether they made it or not. I think they make like 30% off of every single sale in the PlayStation Store, um, never mind the first-party stuff. Um, so, uh, so yeah, that's why I don't understand the PC argument, because even if they did sell the PSVR 2 at uh, without, without taking a loss, they'd make it this minimal amount on each headset, and then never see another dollar from it unless they start making PC VR games, which I don't think is really in the works for Sony at this point. Yeah, they do have like this PC Studios thing booting up, but PlayStation PC Studios, something like that. But I just don't see it, man. I don't I don't see it. I think that they're going to try to use this as a way to continue to sell PS5s. Um, another reason to buy a PS5. And uh, they, the truth is... While a lot of the PC market is like, this has to be for PC compatible or else it's going to fail. It's just not the truth, man. Like, there's going to be somewhere between 50 to 100 million people with with PS5s out there that they could potentially tap into. 
that uh, ha- these IPs and whatnot mean a lot to these players. And even if they made it PC compatible, I mean, that is like, I mean, you're talking, what, uh, one, two million people on VR on PC? Obviously, that number's gone up. Um, but that just doesn't hold a candle to the install base that PlayStation has. They have the one of, if not the largest uh, install bases for gaming. Um, not to say that PC doesn't have a viable audience, um, but that's the reason why do you think there's not like crazy AAA PC VR games right now? They have a big PC, like flat screen audience. Um, but when we're talking numbers and business, yeah. uh, it, they, there's a reason there's not like AAA developers making game after game on PC because there's just not enough. They have to sell multiple million copies, and their best chance is on PS5 and PSVR 2. Yeah, Xenomorph says someone will hack it. I'm like, yeah, exactly, man. That'll, like, if, if that's really, that's really the one way you want to deal with playing PC VR games is by buying a headset that's not designed for it and then hack it. I mean, by all means, go for it, man. Yeah, I, I, I don't can, know how well that's going to work, but I mean, you know, you might not have you might not have access to the haptics and all sorts of. Maybe you will. Maybe you will. But um, yeah, I mean, I just think Sony doesn't care. They're like, no, we're focusing on this. They sold 120 ish ps4s right and so if the ps5 comes close to that number like that is a huge ecosystem of people buying uh playstation 5 games psvr2 games uh, and that is that is more than they need by far and i think this time around they're going to sell such a higher percentage i would be shocked if we didn't exceed psvr's psvr1's lifetime sales in like the first year of psvr2 if they have if they even manufacture enough to sell you know we we definitely know that it's uh, been taking a little while longer to uh, get PSVR two out because they're concerned about making enough PlayStation fives. There's got to be some uh, part of make, making sure they have enough PSVR twos ready for launch. And so you, you yeah. start you start quantifying that. It's like, well, hopefully they can actually manufacture six million in the first year to exceed PSVR one sales. I think that's what they're going to be held back by in their first year of PSVR two, not demand, fucking supply. Right. Which and there was a a couple of the like manufacturer analysts that were were monitoring this stuff. There was like some stuff about the the Chinese um, company that was going to be helping develop some of the headsets, and they had an ex- an expectation of selling like one to two million if they were if they were to produce them uh, and have them out by quarter four. That was that seemed to be like a, uh, the original expectation was that they were going to get them out by quarter four, that they were going to sell about one to two million. And some people asked me, I think uh, I think there was a viewer takeover question at one point that was like, would that be enough? And, you know, uh, with them pushing it back and especially potentially wanting to manufacture even more now, um, that gives them a chance. You know, if if people are just like, you know. The one way you could help alleviate, you know, a, a strong or I mean, a weak launch is to have more headsets to sell at launch. You know, if people are worried about scalpers, people are worried about different things. And um, if there's more headsets out there, then developers could potentially have a better launch. If But Sony does have to market it. They do have to get people excited about it. They do have to sell a shit ton of inventory, um, talking millions within months, like you said, for that to work. Um but you can guarantee that the adoption rate will be huge at launch. That seems to be one of the biggest times for sales is like when a new headset launches and then it slowly dies down over time again unless some big games come out. Um, but, yeah. You brought up marketing. And uh, I know that Jamie is out there somewhere, man. He's probably listening very unhappily that we have. <laughs> We're talking about, about PSVR two, Jay. Um, he, <laughs> Jamie, I was very concerned about the marketing for PSVR two. Um, you know, even even with the knowledge that it's not coming until uh, Q one twenty twenty three, says, uh, you know, he's pissed off that all the marketing so far has been on PlayStation blogs. Super excited about the CES reveal, but that wasn't enough. Like, we need more of those. Um, do you, AJ? you've been a little bit vocal about how Sony has been doing things. And so I kind of want to give you like a, give you the stage right now to say, to kind of like, give me all your thoughts about where you are right now with Sony's marketing, what they've done so far, uh, when they need to start 
like the heavy marketing. Uh, and if you actually think that they're going to do a good job with that marketing when the time comes. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot to cover, man. Yeah, we I don't got, think you we got, got five that minutes. kind of time. <laughs> <laughs> five minutes, and we're doing twenty questions. Uh, first off, what marketing? There is no marketing going on right now. Right. Uh, I don't know why. Um, I certainly would have rather have seen a, a hype as fuck showcase for the headset reveal. Uh, for you know, the best thing they did was. Uh, the CES presentation. That is literally the best thing they have done. Uh, and that's not even really the best place for it. They've done all of these indie showcase state of plays. Um, they really could have uh, saved this stuff or did it as uh, they should just do a, a state of play that says this is the instead of having a million state of plays that say there's no focus on psvr2 just have a state of play that says this is just for psvr2 and and show off some let me interrupt you why do you think that that's not going to be a thing well it will okay but we're having a way but but i'm saying they've already missed a bunch of opportunities for that is the problem um and yeah yes because they showed every, they announced it in a PlayStation blog. They showed us the controllers in a PlayStation blog. They showed us the headset in a PlayStation blog. That is the worst place. This is why Jay is mad because that is like the most unhyped thing you can do for selling a headset. Um, and yeah, man, I mean, people are excited about the headset. There's people that still need PS5s, yes. Um, but if you're going to do it, do it. Like, <laughs> like the PlayStation blog is such a weak, weak place to show games. You you post a PlayStation blog alongside a showcase or something. Like, you know, you don't want to, you don't want people, you don't want to piss off people that don't have PS5s yet or, or, or people that don't like VR or whatever. Do a standalone showcase to announce all this shit. Yeah. Like you did for the PS5. Have it focused. Let let the let the uh, the core audience grow organically by itself, uh, because what you're doing right now is basically starting from square one again. And so, yeah, I would say it's bad marketing, but there is no marketing zero. Uh, and as far as what they've done in the past, yeah, I don't think their marketing has been very good either. Um, I've made this a statement before, like. You know, showing stuff like Trover Saves the Universe on E3 stage. And while Astrobot was shown to a blog. And just little tiny detailed mistakes left and right. Um, and, you know, getting rid of leaving E3, having that huge presence at E3. I mean, let's face it. For me, I don't know about it for you guys. Probably for you guys. Sony was E3 for me personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only cared about the Sony conference thing. Uh, I maybe tuned into some of the other ones, but that's because Sony was going to be there. Um, and you take that away. You have all these expectations uh, of some hype event, and then you go full into VR uh, with the very first state of play, and it it was just a backbreaker. I mean, it, it, it created a lot of animosity towards VR. So whether they're doing a big push or not, or, or hiding it behind the, the scenes and, and stuff – They've just never been in had the right rhythm for showing off uh, PSVR, and I hope this changes. But I haven't really seen much to say that it's going to change right now. Um, I think VR will do great because it kicks ass, and and it and it might have some great amazing. It's going to have some amazing games, um, but unless they're coming out and doing their um, like really awesome sh- showcases, uh, that's just not. Gonna, if they stick to blogs then no, their marketing is going to fail. Yeah, I do. I do miss the Sony E3 presentations. Uh, those were always, I mean, I would take the, the day off from work. Uh, I'd make sure that I had plenty of, I was still drinking back in those days. So I had plenty of vodka and pizza and everything ready to go, man. I was celebrating all fucking day watching every single thing that IGN had to show. Um, and, you know, and of course the, 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 the behemoths when it came to like Microsoft and Sony doing their press conferences, like those were the fucking, 
you know, the times is like, here you go, year of dreams, that kind of shit. Um, it was always really impressive. Even like the slower years were still really good. Um, and they sort of saved all that shit up for like, boom, they just like blew their load in one big moment on stage. But now it's, I, now Sony sort of delivers, hey, here's a bunch of small news, you know, or smaller events with state of place. Um, and they're doing that, they're doing those relatively frequently. And so they looks like they're gearing up for the year now. Um, we've already gotten two in the past little while and they were fine. You know, I think, uh, I think for people who say they suck, it was like, okay, there were no games that interested you in those, but like they showed a quite a variety from, you know, studios like Capcom and Square Enix and uh, a ton of other studios that people like really enjoy. Um, and so, you know, seeing something like Star Ocean in a state of play was cool. Um, and this, in this last one showed uh, Tokyo, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. And I was like, so each one has had like, I think some really good shit to show. Um, and so I, I think that they're doing a good job sort of now setting expectations about what state of plays are all about. They're not E3 insanity levels of, you know, huge game announcements. It's like, Hey, we're going to check in with our, with our partners, show you some Japanese games, show you some indie games and show you some other stuff that you've been maybe curious about. Um, and so, uh, and I, and I, and I sort of like that it's taking them a while, but they're finally setting expectations and getting people like to understand what state of plays are all about. Um, and it would be really, really nice if they started either integrating VR games, PSVR 1 or 2, into State of Plays or giving us our own State of Play uh, just for people who aren't interested in that. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah I, don't, I don't expect that to be happening, though, for another couple of months at earliest, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's just wasted opportunities, man. Tons of wasted opportunities that I've seen. And I, I wish they were a little bit more ahead on where they're at where they're actually at but you know it is what it is i i try to give them a break because of the the pandemic and other issues the supply chain issues i try to give them a break cut them a break but uh i also have said before that i don't think that their communication i mean time to play with gate cats uh says right here a year ago i thought i would have a psvr2 by now and that i mean I think you can, we you can, you can blame us on that. I mean, I don't think you blame Sony on that. I think <laughs> no, you blame us. I, I, don't, I don't, I mean, blame us, really? Like, I expected it, too, though. Like, as a consumer, um, <laughs> you know, yeah. I would have I expected that, too, as, a, as just a consumer. So you're talking about your most hardcore, dedicated con, uh, player base, like, is just kind of left in the dark, man. That's, yeah, they, that's they not didn't cool. know. Like, they didn't know. That's why they were so vague for that first post when they said, here it is. It's play, like, we are telling you that PlayStation VR 2 is a thing. Uh, it's not coming this year. They didn't say it's coming next year. They said it's not coming this year. They were very specific about right. that for good reason, as it turns out, because they just weren't sure about supply chain issues and manufacturing and blah, 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 and whatever else. And so I think they smartly didn't say anything when they didn't have anything to say people get so fucking mad all the time about people missing release dates and release windows you know what they didn't do is give us a release date or release window until they were sure guess what they still haven't done it we were the ones telling you that they said q1 2023 they still haven't told anybody because they they want to be sure they don't want to do that to you they don't want to have bad messaging they want to be sure about this shit before they say it and and so i think i think that they've actually done a great job when it comes to uh, the general state of plays, uh, their marketing, keeping us updated on blog posts whenever possible. Yes, it's blog posts and not giant events, but it's not time for giant event yet. Uh, giant events are coming soon. Your Long Shadows is a game cat meow. And the chat says, we need a mega event where they bamboozle every naysayer with tons of game announcements. And, yep. and I can't we'll get wait that for eventually. that. Yeah, I can't yeah, wait for that. When but they, they do but it, see, all they these better, conversations are going to end. They better execute that, though. If they don't... Uh, if they don't execute that, then it's not going to be good. Yeah, and I and I don't I can't see a future where that's where that doesn't happen. Like absolutely not. I think they've been. I they, can see many futures where that doesn't happen, but I believe, I believe that they. Can, I think they have everything they need to do it. So it's it's either so if they fudge it up, it's just on them, man. It's not anyone. It's it's. Yep, it certainly is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stupid Donkey with a $2 tip uh, to round out the viewer questions for the evening. Um, it says, what are the chances of an AIM controller 2.0? Uh, currently, I think low. Um, because, but, uh, but I do think that maybe like around launch something, there'll be some kind of peripheral that'll attach the sense controllers together. Uh, so you'll still have your hands on the That'd sense controllers, cool. but so you'll get all the haptics, you'll get the, uh, the feedback, you'll get everything. 
right? You get the uh, the the adaptive triggers, but but you're locked in place like you need to be for a name controller, and so um and so that'll give us everything we need without actually having to spend like another hundred dollars on a new peripheral, right? Um, so hopefully they have something like that ready for launch. AJ, oh damn, yeah. <laughs> we we always got away with it. <laughs> we have one more we have one more tip before we move on. It's uh, from, and I don't think he's told us how to pronounce his name yet. Arian, I'm gonna go with that seventy. Cubic Zarconias says PSVR2 is is similar marketing to PS5. Dual Sense shown off in the blog. PS5 logo was shown at CES 2020, etc. The only difference is the headset reveal could be could because that was likely to leak from dev kits. Right. Dev kits or yeah, something else. Maybe they just wanted to update their website page. They're like, come on, man. I've been sitting with this JPEG for <laughs> this PNG file for a deck a year now i need to update the website well if you think i mean you know if you think that sony's back there being like well don't fucking tell anybody anything then you're then you're out of your mind right there there's people there going guys you have to you have to like tell your consumers what's going on right and so and and so they're like well we don't have you know like we don't have it's we're not ready to make a video we're not ready to do a stage presentation whatever like well what can we do well we can make a playstation blog so we can like keep the communication flowing which it's i think right now it's either that or nothing um so I'm, I'm very very happy to take that over the alternative wow okay i swear it's time for 20 questions uh and this time i'm the host uh which is perfect because uh, i get a recommendation from one of the cats uh, i just want to bring it up so i have it ready to go um if you are one of the cats that were part of this conversation please do me a favor and refrain from helping aj because that would be very unfair i think oh don't listen to him unless unless you want to steer him in the wrong direction <laughs> which i would be a huge fan of um <laughs> let me just bring the game up uh, on the playstation store so i can uh, have it ready what to game? answer any of your questions and uh did you say what game <laughs> yes uh and there it is uh okay guys you know how this works by now uh, I've got a, I've got a PlayStation VR game in my head, courtesy of one of you. I will not tell you which one it was. Uh, and uh, and you guys out there, and AJ, have 20 yes or no questions to figure out what oh, game God, that is. Uh, let me bring, put up six minutes on the timer. Put six minutes on the clock. Clock up on the counter. The Jeremy likes it. Go! Does it have move support? No. Does it have aim support? No. So we know DualShock 4. Um, is it a shooter? No. No shooter. Is it a puzzle game? Uh, there, Yeah, there, there's puzzles in it. Not a shooter. Puzzles in it. DualShock only. Um, has this developer made other VR PSVR games? Thank you, Bruce Kill. Uh, no. That's, I'm just gonna double check. No. Nope. No. Nope. That's five. Did this game come out within the first two years of PSVR's life cycle? No. Not within the first two years. Has it ever been on the top twenty-five list? No. So it's probably. Doesn't sound like it's a very good game. I think Headmaster's been on the. Uh, did it come out within the last two years? Thank you, Dark Angel Three. Uh, now I gotta do. Uh, mm, last two years. No. So somewhere in the middle of the life cycle. <laughs> the middle two years. <laughs> <laughs> the middle two years. <laughs> not the first two years. Not the last two years. Um, You're really now. I'm gonna go with now. Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry. Is it a shit game? So, I would say divisive. But uh, if oh, you want God. my opinion, I really would. Didn't I say like shit. It. I, I would think I say so. Shit? I think so. Okay. I think so. This but... isn't an actual question. I'll, let me. Will you give me a freebie? Did Jay tell you this game? It was a Jay suggestion. No, that's ten. No, I, I said that. I didn't. Okay. I said no. Make that's that count. nine. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, you didn't and, have uh, to answer that. Yeah, that's nine. Okay, so it's not doesn't sound like it's a very good game. Um, let's see here. There's puzzles in it. 
it's, it's super divisive. I remember some people really loving it and some people really hating it. And I, I think I think all of us over here hated it. Does it have full locomotion? Yes, it does. And now that's 10. Okay. Full locomotion. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Is it an escape room game? No. Not escape room. Doesn't Paper Beast have move support? Is that are you asking me? No. <laughs> it, it, Paper Beast check. has move support. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> um. Let's see here. Is it? Um. Let's see. Puzzles. Are deaths involved? Like, can you die? Yeah, you can die. Many ways. And I guess the the way he puts it, let me put it is, are deaths involved in failing puzzles? I don't know what that means. You can die in a lot okay. of ways in the game. <laughs> okay, you can die, though. Um, let's see. Uh, maybe Darknet. I love these questions, man. Some of these questions are really fucking good. I don't think any of them are going to help you, though. <laughs> You're coming up on two yeah, minutes left, good. by the way. Um, two minutes eight left. questions. Or actually, and yeah. st- I still have eight questions. Seven, seven and a guess. Okay. Um, let's see here. He's done Last Labyrinth before. Um, but he does say that he can sometimes choose the same one. Is it a horror game? Uh, I would say there's it, there, there tries to be scary elements, but I, I wouldn't classify it overall as a horror game, though. No. It tries to be scary sometimes. Um, are you, well, there's full locomotion too, so okay, it can't be it can't be uh, that. What's the time at? A minute and twenty seconds. Okay, full locomotion, guys. Moves uh, Dual Shock Four only. There's puzzles in it. Somewhere within the middle of the life cycle, we need a lot more. Oh, uh, do you control a? Uh, do you control a little character on the screen? Like, do you control a character down there? You control. It's like a down the rabbit hole or a moss or a. So is it third person? Is that what you're asking? Is there a third person yeah, element yeah, to third it? Person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, n- no, no. I think you occasionally see your character in third person, but it's, I don't think you ever control your character in third person. Okay. Oh, or about thirty seconds left, man. Thirty seconds. Um. Okay. It's not a lot. It can't be thing here. Is it one of those shitty horror games that I hate? No. Like, right? <laughs> uh, is it sci-fi? Yes. 16. Um, Three more questions and a guess. Uh, I need a sci-fi game. Cats. Henry's. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you blew up. Uh, oh, okay. So one quick guess. Give me a quick um, guess. Give me. I'm gonna go with the first sci-fi game I see here, from the cats. Yeah. All right. Let's let's see. Who's got Who's got a guess? Who's got a guess? Detached. Going with detached. It yep. is not detached. Instead, it yeah. is. Uh, loading human. 2019's Eden. Tomorrow. Ooh. Ooh. PlayStation DualShock 4 only. PSVR required. That's a tough one. Uh, story-driven sci-fi action adventure. Fantastic journey through an unknown world in virtual reality, taking the player on an odyssey full of suspense and mystery. Uh, it is a terrible game, is, in my opinion. Definitely a terrible game. Uh, and I remember some people, I, I think it may have been Polish Paul, who was, it was raving like one about person, it. which was like Polish Paul. I don't know, ask Ryan what he thought about it. I bet Ryan fucking loved that. I bet he's a Ryan, box quote. is the VR grid still here? Yeah, he's, he's, he's here. He's hiding somewhere, man, because he knew we were coming back to him eventually. <laughs> um, uh, but guys, yeah, don't 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 play Eden tomorrow. It's, even if it was on sale, it's just it's so, oh, so many issues, man. So many it's issues. It's so sad. They spent like millions of dollars on that game. 
it was it looked really good i mean like i, I didn't like the art style but but it technically looked like a very good game um, oh we were so excited about it yeah oh we yeah. were super excited it looked like a sci-fi adventure like like so much fun yeah oh uh, yeah and it was terrible yeah it was pretty pretty bad um Gabriel Double Four the license to me on Gamecast says Eden tomorrow and thanks Dave for my free copy. <laughs> I don't know I don't know what happened with that, but congratulations and I'm sorry at the same time. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out. Thank you to everybody who uh, helps the channel run, but most importantly, of course, my friend over here, AJ, uh, who jo- who joins me every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, right here, 6 p.m. Eastern. Thank you also to Jay Meow, because he's the guy that gets this thing up on podcast services of your choice, even ones that you've never heard of, I promise you. Uh, so thank you for doing that. Also, Sci-Fi Gamecat Henry, who religiously gets me the timestamps for this show every single night, just like within hours after the show airs. Thank you for doing that. Of course, all of our moderators who've worked tirelessly to keep the conversation civil over here and on discord, make sure you join us on discord. And, uh, that's kind of it guys. Thank you so much for everyone who participated in the chat tonight. Thank you to everybody who helped AJ in 20 questions. Thank you to everybody who donated, keeping the lights on over here. And of course, people at patreon.com slash without parole games, helping me out, keeping the channel running. And of course, all of you sat back, watched the show, didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there. And we love you just as much. AJ, can I cue the cat? Cue the cat, Brian, because I want to say see you guys on Hump Day to Dan Kiefer. Thank you so much, man. Pilados, thank you, man. Uh, JT, money, money, money. Brax Bros. So surprisingly, one not on sale. It never goes on sale. No, uh, the Funkadelic Games Cat, later Funky Fresh. Uh, Secrets Up says, I liked it. LOL. There we go. There you go. Uh, I, I can, you know what? I can see people, people liking it, too. Like, that's the weird thing. Is that, like, some people... I, I could see people liking it. It just wasn't really put together very well. Yeah. It's not a good game, but it, it has some likeable things about it. If, it wait, uh, if, if, like, Shadow Legend and Saints and Sinners are BRAF, this is the opposite of whatever that is. They right. take control away from you constantly. It's DualShock only. It's just everything's a pain in the butt. It's like a walking sim. Um... The Mad Gamer. Okay, then bye. Uh, goodbye to you. <laughs> Stupid Doggy. Goodbye. Dark Angel 3. Thank you for watching. The Funk Bomb Bro, the Game Cat. Uh, glad you made it as well. Better late than never, my friend. Guys, so this book to you. All you are is history. Says Soul. Just found his new favorite game. Uh, your launch channel. This is a Game Cat. Meow. Meow, 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 meow. Time to play with Game Cat. Says it looks good. It does look good. It doesn't. Twitter, the I Love Swordsman, now Game Cat. I love that that's still going. That's nice to see. Zombie 5150, my dude. Uh, I looked at so many times you said it was horrible. <laughs> yep. Um, Game of Double Four, likes to be out Game Cat. Meow, meow. Meow, meow. Meow, meow, meow. Clint Johnson has never heard of it. Not surprising. Uh, Dan Kiefer, uh, I remember thinking, yeah, a lot of people said they remember thinking this was good was going to be good and wasn't flame hat the game cat gg homie uh paper wings the game cat thanks so much a uh, great job on the guesses guys you did a really good job uh that was a tough one it, it would very... it certainly would have helped if other people in the chat had heard of this game <laughs> they could have helped you more <laughs> yeah 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 I, I think that that was a um i'm sorry that was a, a nick mulo the game cat that was one of his suggestions thank you so much for that mm. Now you can blame Nick. <laughs> good one, Nick. That was a good one. Now, if it I was Jay Mao, it would have been like, uh, hmm. what's what's one of those? Um, hmm? What's like that trippy astronaut looking thing that sucks? Hmm? I don't know. It I would have been something terrible. Trippy astronaut thing that sucks. <laughs> oh, like like uh, like unearthing Mars? No, that's no. a good one though. Yeah. No, Maybe I can't time. remember. All right, cool. All right, Jay. I guess I'll see you Wednesday. Can't wait to get some humping on with you. <laughs> Nick says, suck it, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, you guys. We love you.